0: praise you and give you glory and honor this morning now, I don't know whatever situation you might be going through this morning you, know, you, you hear that song that says I'm going to shout my way up to the mountain and you know when you're thinking about it you say well it's kind of hard but you know what you got to start doing it and when you start praising God then God begins to hook up with you and your spirit and then you know what you become, you feel that victory. You feel that thing going on inside of you. And you know, what? God loves you this morning more than anything else. He loves you. And you know what? God has so much in store for all of us. And, you know, I, I um, was thinking during that song, you know, this morning, sometimes you just feel like there's some things going on and you're kind of trying to get all that pushed out to the side. And, and when we started singing that song, the, it just kind of went psh- you know, and that's part of God's anointing when it comes upon you to speak the word. It comes upon you and you can just sp- speak it out. Let's do that last verse again. Let's sing that. And as you sing it this morning, begin to just, not just sing it, but let it be a part of you this morning. Give him praise and glory. To what God says <laughs> and not what we want to do or anything else and I had totally went in a different direction until Friday and then the Lord said this is the direction you need to go in. so I, I like to listen and be obedient amen and this morning I'm talking about GPS now how many people have ever used GPS <laughs> you remember when they first came out they weren't that great we were in Florida one time and we put in the coordinates and supposed to be a church or yeah it was a church when we went anyway Peggy don't remember but we we get there and it's just an open field we're like oh man this was in Titusville Florida I believe and um anyway they come a long long ways and a lot of them it's just on your phone and all that kind of stuff but you know um it's it's called global positioning system it's supposed to have all the maps and everywhere in it and all that stuff and you know people can even find my house with it now so that's really good (laughs) and then but you know what we need to be under god's positioning system and 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 that interprets into god's direction and everything we do should be dependent upon what he wants us to do and not what we want to do and we need to make sure that we're using his gps we need to make sure we're listening to him and not just our own selves you know we need to be positioned where god wants us to be we need to be in that place there's a position for us and we need to be in that place and everything works better if we're in the right position right we're in what he needs us to do and you know basically what that means is is it's a path or a route that he has set for us we all have a path we all have a route we all have something that god has purposed us to do and if we stay listening we can stay on that path but when we get off of that path it can get rougher right it can get worse because we're wandering and and we don't have any direction so we need to you know used to have that little thing you sat on the dash and you push the little buttons and now you just tell your phone, I want to go to such and such, and it pops up on, on there. I think they're better than the ones that come in the car, but that's just me. So there's a divine position or a place that we're to be at all times so we can fulfill God's purpose. Amen? And we can receive his blessing. You know, there's more blessing in, in being where he wants us to be, right, than there is being where we want to be. Are not listening to him, are not following the steps that he has ordered for us, the directions. And, you know, and I, I'm gonna talk about that a little bit. I wanna give you the definition of a, of a direction it's a guiding, governing, or motivating purpose. So your direction is a purpose, it's motivating, it, it's a guiding place, it's a governing place. And it's also relative instructions that tell you how to go to a place, right? We used to pull out the maps, and some people still do. Have maps in the in thing because it might be a good idea to have one just in case that other thing don't work. You know, there are places where the phones and Internet and all that don't work that great. But it's, it's, it's instructions on how to go to a place. God's instructions, God's direction and God's positioning is instructions on how to get to the place that he wants us to be. And that's not just the final place that he wants us to be, but that's every day. We're to be in a certain place every day. you know. And we, we need to look for those opportunities. We need to be listening. Also, guidance or supervision of action or conduct. So God gives us guidance in how we're supposed to act, what we're supposed to do. You know, um, I was thinking the other day, you know, you, you come across people and they come and they're like, how's the day? Well, it's just all right. And i understand you go through things but i believe that it's good to say it's great I'm, it's good it may not be good on the outside but it ought to be good on the inside right it ought to be good god's spirit ought to be making us feel good and and to a place where we can minister it's also assistance in pointing out the proper route. So that's what direction is. It points out the proper route, the proper place for us to go. Proverbs 1.5 says, Let the wise listen to these proverbs and become even wiser. So if you're wise, you're going to listen to what God says, right? And you'll become even wiser. You'll know the right path. You'll know how to walk the path. You know, it also says in Psalms that he's a light unto our path. Light, lamp unto our feet oh well he only not only lights the pathway he lights it right at us at our feet so we are to take every step let those with understanding receive guidance let those with understanding receive guidance wisdom is a part of the wisdom is understanding and listen to what this word here means understanding means friendly or harmonious relationship what do you mean see it's it's talking about the relationship of understanding somebody. And if you don't have the right relationship, it's hard to understand. And and that becomes the great, you know, to understand somebody, you got to have a good relationship. To understand what God wants, you got to have that right relationship, right? So that he can lead and guide you. So I want to give you three keys this morning to receiving God's direction. You know, like how, how can I receive God's direction? How can I do this? How can I have that that, that understanding? How can I, I know the pathway that he wants me to go? How can I, I see that? How can I get direction from him? Because so, clear direction and guidance comes from our relationship with God. In other words, every day are we talking to him. Every day are, are, are we, you know, we're in a relationship with him. We're not just calling him, you know it's something else to call when you get lost and then you say okay i need some help getting out but it's better if you ask ahead of time so you don't get lost right you know how us guys are sometimes well you don't i don't need that i know how to get there right i've done that before and it's good to get clear direction right we want clear direction i used to do service work and we used to get all kinds of directions because there weren't any gps's and nothing like that back then and Where do you live at? Why I'm the fifth house on the left, and I got brown shutters, and you and you ride up and down the road four or five times, and there are no houses with brown shutters. Then you call into the office and they call back and said the person said, Oh, I forgot we painted them blue two years ago. Well (laughs) how was I supposed to find there wasn't clear direction, right? So we need relationship. The first one to the first key is to have of God's direction is having a relationship. You got to have a relationship with God. In other words, you got to be able to hear His voice. If you don't have a relationship, if you don't talk to Him daily, you're not going to have a relationship, and you're not going to know His voice. Jesus said, "The sheep know My voice. They recognize it. You recognize God's voice, and you listen and you follow that voice." Proverbs twenty-two seventeen says, "Listen to the words of the wise. Apply your heart." to my instruction. In other words, don't just listen, but put some action to it. Apply your heart to my instruction. In other words, when I tell you to do something, start doing it. You might not know all the answers and know exactly how, but you start doing it. I found in my life the way you learn to do certain things is you just start doing it. You know, people say, can you do this? And I said, well, I hope, I think so. And you start doing it. You get all the instruction you can, and then you start doing it. And then you realize why they said, Oh, do this first. Or do that first. And do this next, and this next. You realize there's a reason and a purpose for that. And that's why God wants you to do things step by step the way He tells you to do it. You know, God gives us a goal, and we just take off running, and we can be in trouble. But if we listen to Him step by step, Oh, do it this way, this way, this way. You know, I've been a part of helping build all this stuff this week. And there are certain steps you have to take. Right? And then on top of that, you have to kind of lean on some of your own understanding. You know, we have certain people that know how to do certain things. So you kind of listen. Okay, how do we do that? Or how do we do this? And How do we do that? But you got to listen. And, and, and you know, we want to have clear understanding. In Proverbs 23, 26, it says, Oh, my son, give me your heart. In other words, I could say it this way, give me your attention. God said, give me your heart. Give me everything that you are so that I can speak to you and I can lead you and I can guide you and I will give you direction. But you got to first You don't like to, nobody wants to take directions from someone they have no relationship with, right? Especially when it comes to life causes. But when you know somebody and you've given them your heart, you've given God your heart, then you begin to trust. And that will be our next thing. But right now, finish this. It says, may your eyes take delight in following my ways. So not only do we give him our attention and give him our heart, but we need to take delight in it. We need to be happy to walk the way he says to walk. You know, you might say, well, Lord, I don't don't want to do that. But he's saying that's the path. So take delight in it. You know, um, there's a guy that's bought a bunch of land beside me, and he's building stuff on the lake behind my house and I go visit him I help him do things sometimes I just go talk to him and visit him and I was talking to him yesterday and I went down there and he's got foundation blocks and they poured the concrete he's like I can't get my block man to come in I said well I know a couple of guys and we know how to do it Nicaragua style (laughs) and he's like what's that I said well it's a little bit different than we do it here but if you got stucco it'll be all right (laughs) because that's what they use they said, we got stucco Um, but i I just thought about that you know there's direction and and you know you have to learn when you're doing different things how to take delight and and it makes it a whole lot easier if you kind of enjoy what you're doing right i mean yesterday was not a great day to do anything outside right but i had things i had to do right so yesterday morning after i got through doing some things i had to go take a shower because it was not a dry thread anywhere not hair not not anything and um, then i had to go back and do something else and get sweaty again but but i you know what i do take delight in doing certain things because you know that's the time I, i now have these headphones that are ear protection but they also can sync with your phone and so you you can be running the weed eater or whatever you're doing and you're listening and i like to listen to praise music and i'm just enjoying myself so we need to take delight in following god's ways amen And and if we do our path will be a lot better we can make it amen and the second thing is trust the key to getting God's it's trust first we got to delight in him pay attention to what he says get a relationship right and then we need to learn to trust him definition for trust is assured reliance on the character the ability strength or the truth of someone or something man I, I you know a God he definitely has character right and he has the ability to do whatever he wants to do. And he can give me that ability to do whatever he wants me to do. I believe that I can do anything that he asks me to do. Whether I've ever done it before or not, I can do it. And you know, those of you guys who help with building, you know that, right? When you're doing stuff for this, there are things you've never done before, but you learn. So it's the character, you know, you give the ability and the strength. We need to draw our strength from God. And it's easier to draw your strength from God when you're listening to him. When your direction is from him. If you try to do so many things under your own strength, it won't work out too well, right? I've, I've done that plenty of times and found myself becoming weak. Because I'm not relying on him or his strength He's just giving me the plan, and I thought, well, you know, I'll just go do it. Well, it do not work good that way. And sometimes you can accomplish it, but it won't be that great because you're relying on your own strength. Or the truth of someone. We know God is true, right? It says someone or something. I know that God is true. I know there is truth in him and in his word. And the next part of the definition i found is one in which confidence is placed we have to be confident in knowing that god is who he says he is we have to be confident in knowing that god will not lead us astray that's where it comes back to that relationship of being able to hear his voice being able to understand jesus knew his voice well because he knew him forever and so when God spoke, he told, he told everybody, he said, I don't do anything that I don't hear the Father speak. What, in other words, whatever I say is what God has said to do. That should be us. Whatever we say, whatever we do should be what God has told us to do. You know, what? all this, don't get overwhelmed, but all this is a growing process. All this is in a pro- When you come to, to Jesus, you begin to grow. But you got to feed yourself the right things. You got to learn to to form a relationship with God the Father and with Jesus. You got to form that. And you begin to trust God. You trust Him for whatever you need to trust Him for. No matter how hard it is, no matter what it looks like, you trust God and you continue to trust God. Proverbs 20, 24 says, The Lord directs our steps, so why try to understand everything along the way? Now, I'm not talking, I'm said to understand God, but you don't understand everything that he asks you to do, right? There are things along the way that you really don't understand. And you know, and there are times when I want to say, well, why can't we just do it this way? Because it's not his way. And you know, he has a reason for you to do it this way. You might say, well, it's easier this way, but you do it this way because you can learn to minister to someone else maybe that's the purpose for you going this route so he directs our steps so why try to understand everything along the way trust plays a really big part in our receiving direction from God as I said again if you don't have a relationship with someone you can have a relationship but if you don't have trust you have a hard time receiving direction from them right you if, if you get to a point where you trust that gps then you have an easier time doing what it says to do then you are like well i know this route a little better i'm going to do this i'm going to do that but we have to trust god that he knows what he's doing and, and you know and sometimes i find it hard to why do we have a problem with that God created the heavens. He created the earth. He sent us Jesus to forgive us of our sins, right? And we look through the word where he sent all his people. He, he directed them. When they listened to him, they went straight to where he said to go. But, but we have trouble listening to God. I think a lot of it has to do with a trust issue. Because I saw such and such happen, and I don't like that. We have to trust God. He knows what he's doing, right? One day we might understand some of that. But, you know, I don't think a lot of people say, well, maybe I'll understand when I get there. You know, I don't know if that will matter anymore. I don't really think it will. I think that it won't really matter. First of all, you're going to be so happy to be with Jesus, not be down here in this broken world anymore, and it's going to be awesome. All right? We're going to begin to a new chapter in, in what God has for us. So you, understand, you have an understanding of God and his word, but you don't have to understand everything that happens along the way. Proverbs 3, 5, and 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart all of who you are, all your your heart, your mind, your will, your emotions, your soul, every part, and lean not on your own understanding, on the understanding of God, not on your understanding. That's why you don't understand sometimes the path you have to go, or you don't understand what's going on over here or what's going on over there. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he shall direct your path. In other words, in all your ways, listen to him. In all your ways, say, God... How am I to do this? And then he will direct your path. But you know what? God is He's not just going to tell you what to do. What I'm saying, he's not going to make you do it. Let me put it that way. He's not going to make you do anything because he gave you a free will for a reason. But he will direct you if you acknowledge him and you say, I understand, Lord. I want to help me in this area. Help me in that area. A lot of us get things are going along good, and we've learned to do things, and so we just start doing them because we know how to do it. But there are times when we need to say, wait a minute. God may say, well, you know, I want you to do it this way this time. He's like, but I've done it this way for 20 years. Guess what? I go, yeah, that's the problem. Sometimes I think he likes to shake it up so we can... He says he'll direct your path. Listen to the definition of direct. It says to cause someone or something to turn, move, or point in a particular way. Direct. You know how you direct things? I remember when I was a kid and I used to help my uncle. He used to go and doctor on animals. And they used to have these, I guess they still do, and Peggy's dad used to have one. you would take gates and you'd make a pathway, and when you wanted to to administer something to a cow or whatever, you would get them to that place, and they'd have to follow that. You directed their way by them going; they couldn't go any other way. And I remember um, with pigs and hogs, they had a what they call that thing? I call it a shocker. Cow prod. And it had a little batteries in it. And when you want them to go direction, you hit them, you just, you talking about squealing. The pigs would squeal, but they'd go where you want them to go. That hurts, too. I got it stuck to me one time just playing around. I had to find out if it really worked, right? I know why they squealed. It didn't feel good. So to direct is to cause something or someone. God directs us. He causes us to do this. To cause someone's attentions, thoughts, emotions, etc., to relate to a particular person, thing, or goal. So also direction will cause you, cause your attention, your thoughts, and all that to relate to someone, to relate to God, or also it to a particular goal. I like that particular goal. So, you're directed to a particular goal, a particular path, to point out, prescribe, or determine a course or procedure. God points out, He gives us the prescription, right? He determines the course or the way you're supposed to do it. This is the way you do it, right? There's certain steps. You know, um, there are certain engine. my lawnmower. And I had to learn this, and one of the guys told me that, but every time you crank it just about, you pull the choke up, crank it, push the choke back down, and it cranks right up. Every time. It's like, why would you have to do it every time? I don't know, but it works better that way. There's just this little procedure. And I was with my dad yesterday, and, and I was trying to get his tiller. I was doing running tiller about 1.30 yesterday. That was nice and cool. But anyway... <laughs> he i was trying to get it cranked and he said oh you got to do it this way and so you got to do the choke a certain way you pull it back and then you pull this back and then you pull it and then you anyway he knew the procedure right i've read it before but it's been a while but he knew the procedure there's a certain way it works if you try it any other way you're going to be pulling and pulling and pulling and pulling so you're tired of pulling so we have to follow that follow god's procedure and Proverbs 10, 29 says, The way of the Lord is strength for the upright, but destruction will come to the workers of iniquity. In other words, doing it God's way, there's strength. But if you don't do it God's way, there's destruction. There's strength in doing it God's way. Amen? Isaiah 58, 11 says, The Lord will guide you continually, giving you water when you are dry, and restoring your strength. You will be like a well-watered garden, like an overflowing spring. So what is God going to give you? He's going to give you water and strength. He's going to give you what you need, right? He's going to give you the strength to do it. If you allow him to. He will guide you. He will give you what you need and you know you need what and he will give you the strength to do it and it says you will become an ever-flowing spring the new king james version that was in the um, new living the new king james version says whose waters never fail god's supply never fails god's way never fails amen god's way never fails I'll read it in the New King James, the whole thing. It says, The Lord will guide you continually and satisfy your soul in drought and strengthen your bones. You shall be like a watered garden and like a spring of water whose waters do not fail. You know what a spring is? You get in the ground and the water just keeps flowing out of it. it doesn't ever stop. A good one. God, we know God's is good. So satisfy. So when you're feeling desert-like, you're feeling drought, God will give you water. He'll satisfy you in those times. So relationship and trust, there were two big things. And the next one is the Holy Spirit. Jesus said, I'm going to leave your paraclete. I'm going to leave you somebody that's going to lead you and guide you. And he's going to be able to do it more than I did it because he's omnipresent basically, right? So you can leave God everybody, you just won't have to be with me, but he's everywhere. So how do we develop a relationship through the Holy Spirit? How do we develop a relationship with God? We have to be filled with His Spirit and we have to and it, through that we can develop a relationship and we can learn to hear His voice. Through his Holy Spirit, through the Spirit of God. See, God chose the Spirit to guide and direct us. So when I'm talking about hearing, we're hearing through the Spirit. The Spirit will speak to us and tell us the things that we need to do. That's why when we listen to the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit gives us strength and guidance. And that that's how we communicate. See, Jesus, as I said, said, he, when I leave, that somebody else is coming. When I leave and go back to my father, the Holy Spirit's coming. And the Holy Spirit's going to be everywhere. And he's going to be for everybody at the time. At that particular time, the, only those who were with Jesus at the time could hear him. But now everybody can hear him, right? They can hear God's voice through the Holy Spirit. He's there for everybody. He's what we call omnipresent. He's everywhere. No matter where you go, he's there. Partially because he's on the inside of you. He's everywhere. Ephesians 5, 17 through 20 says this, and this is talking about being attached to the Holy Spirit or listening, but it says, don't act thoughtlessly, but understand what the Lord wants you to do. Don't be drunk with wine because that will ruin your life. We all know that. Instead, be filled with the Holy Spirit, singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs among yourselves and making music to the Lord in your hearts. So instead of, let me just put it, instead of all the other stuff, be filled with the Spirit. Don't be filled with all the other junk that's offered in the world. Don't be filled with yourself. Don't be filled with your selflessness. Don't be filled with with all the things that the world has to offer you, but be filled with the Spirit of God. Singing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs among yourselves. That's the reason when we come together, we sing and we worship and we praise God. That's an instruction from God. And make music to the Lord in your hearts. In other words, when you can't sing out loud, just start praising in the Spirit, man. And then, when you're going through those tough things, you, if you learn to make music in your heart, you can sing and praise God, even though everything around you is not working real good, not feeling real good, or whatever it is. And then he says, And give thanks for everything to God the Father in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. And give thanks for everything. Holy Spirit. Acts 4.8 says, Peter filled with the Holy Spirit answered respected elders and leaders of the people, listen. In other words, I'm speaking through the Holy Spirit. I'm speaking from the Holy Spirit. So listen. We need to hear what God is saying through the Spirit of God. Listen. Listen to me. You know, there's many, there's so many things to listen to out there these days. And we can listen to it 24-7 if we want to. We used to couldn't do that, but now we have our phones. You know, we used to, we we thought we had really made progress when we had the transistor radio, and it had batteries in it. So we'd take it everywhere and listen to it. Some of you don't even know what that means to you. And then we graduated to, what was it, Walkman. You plugged the thing in. You had these big earphones. Didn't have the little ones. Now we're doing Bluetooth. I can just turn my phone on. It, when I get in my car, my phone hooks to my car, pulls up and out, and starts playing music. That's pretty awesome, right? I can listen to teaching. I can listen to whatever. I don't have to plug in a CD anymore or a cassette or even you got to be old to know this eight tracks how many remember what the eight track is It's kind of like a vcr about the same size i had one in my in my chevelle when i was in high school i will never remember the first one i got it had a little blue light i thought that was so cool because i had a blue light on I, you know eight tracks went in this way and i was just it was awesome Never would have thought I could just sit in the car and it would come off my phone and boom. Pretty awesome. So Peter filled with the Holy Spirit. He said, respected elders and leaders of the people, listen. You know, we need to listen when the Holy Spirit speaks. Amen? And then John 16, 13 says, When the Spirit of truth comes, he will guide you into all truth. He will not speak on his own, but will tell you what he has heard. He will tell you about the future. So when when the Spirit of God is coming in with you, he's going to guide you in the truth. He won't speak from his own, he's saying, but he will speak and he'll tell you what he's heard. He'll speak what the Father is saying. See, if we would learn to do that before we do something and say, okay, I'm going to pray and I'm just going to listen for a minute. I'm not going to talk and give all my whatevers. I'm going to hear. I'm going to listen. And God will begin to speak through the Holy Spirit. Jeremiah 10 23 in the Amplified says, Oh Lord, I know the path of life a man, that the path of life a man is not in himself. It is not within the limited ability of man, even one at his best, to choose and direct his steps in life. In other words, (laughs) even at my best, without the leading of God, without the leading of the Holy Spirit, I'm going to mess it up. Right? I can't choose and direct my life without the help of God and it be the path that he wants me to go on. It be the success that he wants me to have. God has given each one of us a path. He has it set out and it's already in the computer. This, you know, pull up Bill Knight and there's my path. You know what? And when I forget He wants to remind me. You took a wrong turn. You need to get back on the path. You need to get back on the path. We need to hear him. We need to know that it's not in ourselves. It's in God and in what he wants us to do. You know, um, God wants us to hear him isaiah 30 21 says your own ears will hear him right behind you a voice will say this is the way you should go whether to the right or whether to the left so god is saying if you listen isaiah is saying, if you listen you with your own ears your own spiritual ears you will hear him and he will say go right or go left go right or go left you my, my little gps thing on my phone or whatever 'll say in 500 feet turn left it'll even tell you the street and then closer you get in 100 feet turn left. When you're two miles away it says in two miles turn left. So there's a lot of warning right? They want you to know hey get ready because you got to turn. you better be listening or you go right past it and they'll go recalculating. Make a, make a legal U-tune, U-tune, U-turn as soon as possible and go back. Or either it'll recalculate and take you up a mile or two further and you have to go down this other road and come back and come back. So we don't want to do that with God, right? When God says in 200 feet you got to turn, you better be ready to turn. You know, I, 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 so let me first say this. We have to have a relationship, we have to trust, and we have to rely on the Holy Spirit. That's the way we walk out this path that God has set for us. That's the way we know. And you know, sometimes that's the only way, and that's the only way we know that we're on the right path. And we need to quit trying to make your own path. You know, my whole thought this week was to do something on witnessing because one of the reasons is because we're going to be witnessing to a lot of children this week. But you know what? we got to be able to hear him and do all that, do all what this is saying, follow the path he's got. He has a path for this whole week that he has planned for us. And we need to make sure that we're following it and following it the right way you know this this week is not about just having fun with kids not just about making them happy or you know whatever or all the stuff and all these things it's about speaking to their life speaking to their heart and being able to make a deposit that will make a difference you know we have a preschool and Whenever the, 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 the four-year-olds graduate, we always have a little graduation. You know, we always tell the parents that we pray that we have made an impression on their lives. That we have deposited something that will stay with them. And we sometimes later on we hear about it or they come to us. See, this week's not about us having fun. It's not about them having fun. It's about putting a deposit in their life about Jesus and who Jesus is. It's, a, it's about them finding their pathway. And we want to be a part and able to help them find their pathway. You know, sometimes we people get off the pathway and they begin to go down a path that's I don't know if you've ever been out in the woods and you've been hiking and you hit the wrong path and you end up and you look around like where am i because you know when there's nothing but trees around you, you you can't even really see the sun where it's at you need some help right you need somebody or something to help you so i want to say that you know i want to say this today though God has a path for each one of us. He has a set-out course for your life. And we need to get on board with it. We need to have a relationship with him. We need to learn to trust him in what he's doing. And we need to rely on the Holy Spirit because he is the one that he has set on this earth to lead and guide us. Just stand this morning. First of all, I want to to pray about a couple of things. But first of all, I want to pray for, bow your heads and close your eyes. Today, if you stand in this room and say, you know what, I, I need to get back on the path. And I've heard what you had to say. Just raise your hands. I'm going to pray for you right where you're at. Maybe I need to change direction. And maybe you're just hearing that in your heart, you know, Lord. So Father, I just lift up every person in this room. And I pray, Lord, that we would, Remember to hear and listen for your voice. Lord, we're starting out in life, starting in a new course, going to, to college, going to school, going wherever, whatever's going on, going to a new job, a new place. Lord, we want to hear your voice and we want to go the direction that you say go. And we want to take your path. So Father, I pray for each person as we lift up every person in this room. And I thank you and praise you in Jesus' name. I want to lift up, um, a lot of you know Ron Steele. He used to go to our church, and he's in the hospital and not doing real well. So we want to pray for him and lift him up uh, this morning. We they were asked that we would pray for him, and we will. You know, Ron's still a good friend. And we, we want to pray for him. He's, he's having a, a pretty good struggle. So let's pray. Father, we just right now lift Ron up to you. Lord, I thank you for his faithfulness when he was here and his faithfulness to you. And Lord, to him, his giving heart that he has. Lord, just touch him right now in Jesus' name. Just touch his body from the top of his head to the bottom of his feet. Lord, give him peace. Restore relationships that need to be restored. And, Lord, just give him peace. And we thank you, Lord Jesus. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. I I also, you know, we're starting VBS, and I want to just ask everybody in here that's been a part of um, putting all this together, and it's going to be a part this week, and it's probably going to be a lot of you, but I want you to come up front because I want to pray for everybody. So if you would, just come on up. Don't make me have to come get you. Because, you know, this tends to be a long week. But it's going to be a good week. We're going to have a good time. We're going to see God minister to people. And the rest of you, be in prayer. Every time you think of it, lift it up. Starts tonight at 6.30, but it starts really after church when we start... Getting all the finishing touches I done. And I, I just want to thank everybody for helping. All, everybody that's done a great job. I want to thank Colette. She kind of puts together all the decorations and she always does a great job. She, kind of, she coordinates that and says, This is what we got to do. This is what we got to do. So, everybody, just reach your hands out to everyone. Father, I just pray right now, Father, in Jesus' name that you touch every person that's helping tonight, those who aren't here yet that's going to be helping, that's coming from other places. Father, I just pray for your grace and your mercy upon their lives. Lord, I thank you, Lord, for the opportunity to minister. You give us all kinds of ways, and this is one of the ways, this is one of the paths that you give us. And so, Father, we thank you, Lord, that every little child that comes in that door this week will minister and will feel your presence. We'll be ministered to, Father God. And Lord, that they will take away something that will be forever in their lives. They'll never look back and never turn back, but they'll take away something, Lord, that will change their lives and that will encourage them. Maybe they'll be in a time later on that they need this and they will remember. Pray you bring it to their remembrance. So, Father, I just pray for I pray for strength. I pray for joy. I pray that Lord, we all present you as a mighty victorious God and we present you Lord your love to every person, every child Father and we just thank you I pray you just minister to their whole family to their parents, their siblings and everyone involved so Father we give you all the praise all the glory, all the honor in Jesus name and we thank you Father in Jesus name Amen and Amen I don't know We got some more announcements. Anything needs to be said? Um, Say you hadn't signed up. You said, Well, I still help. Just go see Pastor D. (laughs) But thank you. He said, Why are you letting us out early? Yeah. Not really. But um, have a good week and just remember to pray for us. And it's going to be an awesome time. God bless you. Amen.